If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. How to deal with an injury or some kind of physical setback. Today on The Shaleen Show. Welcome to The Shaleen Show. Shaleen is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. Listen, it doesn't matter how old you are. When you think back on what you were doing in middle school that like involved boys and you feeling like you're cool, something comes to mind. And for me, without a doubt, it was roller skating. I loved roller skating. I love the movie Xanadu. Total flashback. And recently, I decided to get a pair of skates. And I talked all of my girlfriends into getting skates, too. And I started skating, like, um, a lot. It's amazing how when you pick up something that you did when you were, you know, maybe in middle school or in high school, how you instantly go back, like, to that carefree moment in time when you didn't have a mortgage and you were just doing something, not because it was a side hustle or it was expected of you. You were just doing this thing because it made you feel alive. And for me, legit, that was roller skating. So here it was last Friday. And by the way, I got my skates, I don't know, about a year ago. Yeah, about a year ago, I got some Moxie skates. Shout out to Moxie. And I've been skating a lot. I skate on our tennis courts. I skate on the streets. I go into the rink and skate. I've got all my girlfriends on their skates. And it's freaking fun. I love it. So last Friday, I invite my friend, Dr. Michaela, over. And we're doing a sunset outside, outdoor skate on the streets around my neighborhood. And the music's blaring. I literally, this is so funny. I literally had one of those portable speakers in one hand and my cell phone in the other hand. And we were playing like, you know, old school jams that we would roller skate to. And we were going fast because we're thinking we're getting pretty good. So I was doing this move where your left, my left foot, if you can imagine, is in front of me and my right foot is behind me, kind of like train tracks, except I have my toes lifted on the front foot. So I'm just on the heel of my left skate, which is out in front of me. And then I hit a rock. And bam, next thing I know, I am on the ground with my front leg. My left leg is out in front of me and my back leg is behind me. So I'm in the splits, but a hyper extension of the splits because I'm on roller skates. And as I went down violently into that position, I felt a pop. I didn't hear a pop, but I felt a pop. I literally felt like, oh my gosh, my left leg just just became unhinged. It felt like it was... It felt like my leg was hanging by a thread. It was the strangest feeling. I was paralyzed with pain and paralyzed in that I I couldn't even move my leg. Like I had no control over my leg. It was the strangest feeling. I yelled out to Michaela. She came back and she was like, okay, let me help get you out of the middle of the road. I'm like, no, I can't move. I literally, I can't move. And so she... (laughs) She's like, I got you. I got. You. We're, we're gonna figure this out, okay? And meanwhile, like my neighbors are like whizzing by, and I think they're just so used to my strange antics that they're like, oh boy, what is she doing now? And so Michaela's like, okay, here's what we're gonna do. 
I'm going to get on my hands and knees and you're going to drape your body over my body. Now, meanwhile, she's like 5'1", and I'm like 5'2". I have on pink roller skates. She has on purple roller skates. (laughs) And so I drape my body over her body, and she starts to crawl sideways to the side of the road. And I'm in excruciating pain to the point that I think maybe shock has set in, and I'm like laughing and crying. I'm crying because it hurts so much, and I'm laughing because I'm like, what are we doing? This is so ridiculous. And I'm so embarrassed that my neighbors are driving by, but I don't care because I'm in so much pain. So she's like waving them off like, okay, no, we're fine. Move along. So I call Brett. Actually, I don't do anything. Michaela calls Brett, who's down the street and are not far away. He jumps in his car and he drives to where we describe we are. And he just pulls up and looks at us like on the side of the road, like, what are you guys doing? What in the world? So I can't move. I cannot move. And I'm not going to let anyone touch my skates. In fact, the weight of my skates feel like they are pulling my left leg out of my hip socket. Like, I cannot believe what this feels like. Brett's like, okay, we got to get you in the car. And I'm thinking, should I call an ambulance? Like, I don't know how I'm going to get in his car. I can't maneuver my way over there. I can't let anyone move my leg. The only position that isn't excruciating, if you can imagine. So if you can imagine laying on your stomach, and then what I want you to do is pull your left heel towards your butt, okay? So that your knee is fully bent. And your hamstring would therefore be relaxed, right? That's the only position I can tolerate being in. And luckily, because I have skates on, it's kind of easy to hold my skate wheel and hold my leg in that position. But I don't know how I'm going to get to the car in this position. So Brett decides he's going to throw me over his shoulder. Okay, so now are you picturing this? I've got one leg hanging down with a skate on it, one arm wrapped around his neck so I don't fall off his shoulder, and one arm reaching behind to hold my skate wheel up in the air. So now it looks like we're practicing skating tricks, like you know, mixed pairs or something for the Olympics. And meanwhile, my neighbors are driving by. Okay, I hope you found that humorous. That It really was quite humorous. That was a week ago from the date that I'm recording this podcast for you, which is why I'm not recording it from my car, because what I found out on Monday when I had an MRI is that I have a hamstring avulsion. And what that means is that I literally hyperextended with such force that I popped two of the hamstring muscles, and tore them away from my pelvic bone. How horrible, (laughs) right? No wonder I was in such pain. They literally have torn away 17 millimeters, which sounds like a lot, but it's millimeters, so it's not that much, but they are completely torn away from the bone. Now, you have three hamstring muscles, and the good news is that I didn't tear the big one, your bicep femoris. I tore the two smaller ones, your semi-membranosis and your semi-tendinosis. I tore those two away from the bone. Okay, so that's why I'm recording this podcast. I'm recording this podcast because I have an injury. And it doesn't matter whether it's a physical injury, like you got in an accident, or maybe you're on bed rest waiting for the birth of your first child. Or maybe something's happened that you, you just have some type of a physical setback that you can't engage in your normal routine. Regardless of the reason why you can't do what you normally do, I want to share with you some tips to survive it. Not just survive it, but to thrive in it, to see the silver lining and to make the most of this time. Because I want to start by saying there's only so much we can control. And 
I personally believe that God has a plan for our lives long before we were ever born. So it was in the plan that I was going to injure my hamstring last Friday. And whatever setback you're dealing with right now, it's part of God's plan for you. But even if you know that to be true, it doesn't always make it easier. So I want to share with you some tips that I think are going to make your physical setback much easier. Number one, check your attitude. Like immediately. You've got to think about how you're dealing with this. You cannot throw a pity party. The first thing you have to understand is that you need to expect that if you're active, if you're physical, if you're a human being, it's to be expected. You're going to have a physical setback. So get over it. Like you should expect it. Don't cry. Don't throw a fit. Don't feel sorry for yourself. Don't beat yourself up. Just know like, oh, okay, this is part of life and it's something I have to deal with right now and change your attitude about it. Remember, nothing amazing has ever happened in your life without a challenge. Am I right or am I right? Of course. And one of the easiest ways to change your attitude is by having some perspective. Let's face it. If you have a physical setback, that means you are alive. And that's pretty phenomenal. It could be much worse. You could be six feet under. When I think about my own injury, I've got a hamstring injury. So what? It's going to heal. It's going to come back. My dad lost his leg in a motorcycle accident back in 19, let's see, it was 1997. Yeah, 1997, he lost his leg in a motorcycle accident. That leg isn't coming back. But even with his loss and even with his physical setback, he still had perspective. I mean, he had his life. He could have never had the opportunity to meet his grandchildren. So when I think about my hamstring injury, I'm like, so what? Seriously, it's all about perspective. You cannot slip into feeling sorry for yourself. It will not help. It makes matters worse. And remember, it's from the mud that orchids grow. You know, if everything was pristine and perfect like marble, you wouldn't be able to have something beautiful grow. Beautiful things grow from challenge. Next, don't forget how essential your routine is for keeping your sanity. So now that you have a physical setback, there's probably certain things that you can't do or that are affected by your injury or whatever the setback is. Maybe you're sick, you have an illness, whatever it is. If it impacts your routine and there's any way that you can incorporate those things that keep you sane, you need to do that. For example, and you might not realize how important this is, but for example, one of the things that just makes me feel really centered and normal <laughs> is having the same wake-up time every day and going through my morning routine. Now, because I can't exercise in the way that I once was, I mean, I can't use my lower body. That doesn't mean then that I should sleep in or skip that. I've got to try to stick to that routine as much as possible. One of the first things I realized when I had this injury was that it had been about five days since I had put anything in my Smart Life Push Journal. I'd misplaced it, long story. But I realized like, wow, that's a routine that keeps me happy. And I need that layered in right now because I'm not going to slip into a negative mindset. And that's something that makes me happy. So you want to include all the things that are a part of your routine that make you happy. One of actually two of my friends gave birth to multiples. And both of my friends, both Brooke and Monica, ended up spending a long period of time in hospitalized bed rest. So how do you keep your routine when you have a debilitating physical setback like that? 
Well, for both of them, it was about keeping the things that made them happy intact, like staying in contact with their family and doing certain things that made them feel normal. So regardless of your setback, take a look at the pieces of your routine that tend to keep you happy and figure out how you can incorporate them. Someone reached out to me recently on Snapchat and said that they had a physical limitation that didn't allow them to do the crazy amount of cleaning that they used to love to do and that like cleaning had become very cathartic and anytime there was spare moment in the day this person said like it felt like therapy to just clean and clean and clean and now I have this physical setback and I can't do that. And so one of the things that I would recommend to someone like that is okay well if you can't clean by moving around figure out what is that activity? What is it giving you? What purpose is it serving? So for my own example, I would say that right now it's difficult for me this week. I'm sure I'll be able to change that next week, but this week it's difficult for me to, for example, drive a car. I can't drive my car. I can't go to the office very easily. I'm on crutches and so it makes moving around very difficult. So it's affected my work. But I love work and that gives me purpose. So what I had to figure out how to do, which I'm doing right now, is recording a podcast from my bed. I'm laying on my stomach because I can't stand and it's really painful to sit. But this is serving a purpose. I'm I'm working. I'm getting to help you. And that makes me feel happy. Anything you can do that returns those feelings of purpose and intention will help you to cope with any physical setback. Next. Get stronger in other areas. Now, at the top of this podcast, I mentioned that I personally, and you know, you don't have to be of faith. I happen to be Christian and I happen to believe that everything that happens to us and for us is intended to have a purpose. So for me, when I think about, okay, so why in the world would I have this debilitating injury? I don't know if I'd call it debilitating. Why would I have this physical setback? Well, it's meant to teach me something. And there's always an opportunity to get stronger. So even though I can't make my legs stronger at the moment, I can definitely look to other areas where I need to improve my strength. Maybe that's in figuring out a better way or a more routine way of meditating. Maybe it's to improve my upper body strength. Maybe it's to improve your spiritual strength or the strength of your relationships. Maybe it is to improve your knowledge in a particular area. So when you have a physical setback, you can't do as many things physically, which means you've got more time to do mental things. Where do you need to get strong? And then get excited about it. This is a great opportunity. Think about it. The next thing I want to remind you is that you can't set deadlines for yourself when it comes to a physical setback. It's out of your control. So if you try to set a date by which you're going to be able to do X, Y, Z, and I know sometimes, like if you're an athlete, that's tough to think about. For myself personally, I have a large event, a big event, the Beachbody Summit coming up in June. And, you know, the likelihood of me being released to do exercise by then is probably pretty low, But it doesn't matter because I'll have other people on stage with me. They can demonstrate the exercises. I can show people how to modify it. What a gift to give to the people in the audience who are just starting out. Or maybe they themselves have a lower body injury. You know, there will be other people to demonstrate the moves. But if I were to tell myself or to give myself that deadline, like, oh, I've got to be back in tip-top physical condition by the date of this event in June, 
it's a lot of stress, you know, that, that places so much pressure on you to be able to control something that is outside of your control, right? Now, having said that, I also do believe, however, that we have the opportunity to make the most of our healing, right? So you can heal by just letting time pass, or you can really attack your healing process with purpose by doing some research, looking at your nutrition, improving your sleep, rehabilitation. I mean, there's so many ways to improve the healing process. And I'm not just talking physically. When you suffer a setback, sometimes you can't exercise because you've just been dealt an emotional blow. Maybe you lost a loved one, or you found out that your husband was cheating on you, or that your child has cancer. And physically, you just don't have the energy it takes to do what you normally did. Like sometimes an emotional blow can result in a physical setback, in which case it still greatly benefits you to begin focusing on your healing. Treat your healing like it's your job. I'm going to do a follow-up podcast to this one about healing specifically because I've opted to heal my detached hamstring naturally through the healing process. So I'm going to share with you what that protocol looks like. I have two options available to me. They could surgically open up the back of my thigh. They do like a T-shaped incision under your buttocks and then like a slice down your hams down the back of your thigh and they open you up and they they just whoop they just pull that hamstring back up to the pelvic bone and they reattach it and boom you're done but not really and because when I started doing my research I'm like okay so then I've got the surgery and then I don't know if everyone's in a wheelchair but I saw a lot of people during the rehabilitation process after the surgery were in a wheelchair and they couldn't drive for another six weeks and they had to go through all the physical training and all the physical therapy etc and While that is approved by insurance and healing naturally, some of the things I'm doing is not approved by insurance, I feel like it's a faster route and it's definitely a more natural route and it's one that it suits me. So I'm very optimistic about the fact that as I'm recording this right now, my little hamstrings are growing their way back to my pelvic bone, and it's working. But I'll do a follow-up podcast to share with you the pretty aggressive healing protocol that I'm following. And it includes nutrition and sleep and supplements and some alternative therapies that you maybe have not heard of before, but it's pretty exciting stuff and I think it's gonna work. And so I'll do a follow-up podcast to this one on that one. But I hope that this helps you to understand how to not just deal with a setback, but to thrive from it, like to get excited about it, to see the opportunities, the silver lining and the growth that's possible. Because let's face it, unless you're sitting on your butt all day, a physical setback is just something all of us have to come to expect. And you're gonna get through it with flying colors. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed it, reach out to me in social media and let me know what piece, what parts spoke to you. Of course, I'm always grateful when you leave me your reviews on iTunes. Very much appreciate that. And as always, I want you to know you are thebomb.com. I love you and I'll talk to you soon. This edition of The Shalene Show was brought to you by 131 Movement. Stop dieting. Save your brain. Save your gut. Live longer. Feel better. 
Stop going on a diet or following somebody else's rules and figure out what it means to have your own diet. Figure out a method that actually serves you, that helps you to be a better version of yourself. Let go of all of this craziness and confusion that surrounds diet and understand the science, the science of one, the study of one. Join the 131 movement today. We're taking back the word diet and getting what we are rightfully entitled to, which is our health. You deserve not just to look amazing, but to feel amazing. I'd love for you to learn more about my personal journey and why this is a true passion for me. I invite you to learn more by going to 131movement.com. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.